0: Left. Right. As a voracious recycler, very passionate person when it comes to recycling and taking care of the earth, I recently learned that the turtles don't give so much a shit about our straws as they do fishing nets, which uh suppose that makes a little more sense. But we're talking about recycling tonight and uh we diverge into alternate topics quite a bit as well but you should still recycle i still feel very passionately about that and uh, let me know at the end of this episode what you think see you on the other end this is sip talk grab a drink and enjoy cheers 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 All right, guys, we are live across all platforms. This is going to be an exciting episode tonight because it's our late episode. I'm going to try to consume as much scotch as possible just to kick things off, get the ball rolling here. I'm like
1: three or four deep at this point. So,
0: yeah, well, of course, my phone's going to ring off the hook here as well, which might slow us down at
1: 1115 at night.
0: Who doesn't call me at 1115 at night? That's
1: I would imagine most people.
0: My phone rings non-stop. Um, just came from a nice dinner, steakhouse. I, uh, I made a mistake of bringing some leftovers from last night's dinner for lunch today and eating them all in one sitting, which is about two and a half pounds of ground beef and just meat off the bone. So that was lunch. And then I had a dinner with our new partners, uh, my real estate company, for those of you who aren't aware, I have a real estate company in Manhattan. And we are merging with a, we have about 130 on the books and we're merging with an 800 agent brokerage. Uh, So that's gonna be very exciting. More details to follow. And we can definitely talk moving forward on subsequent episodes, what that means for the company. that means for anybody who's looking to get involved in real estate and anybody who needs real estate help so that's definitely something we'll talk more about are they going
1: to be taking over management rights for your twitter account
0: (laughs) they might be well we're definitely going to talk about my twitter account tonight and the heat that i'm taking because i can't i can't cope with it um and then uh, but for dinner we went out with the new partners to a steakhouse which i love steak and we there was i mean there's a tower of seafood all these appetizers and then obviously Steak on steak on steak. There was probably steak for 12 people, and there were seven of us. Sounds like the stakes couldn't have been higher. Yeah, the steaks were were stacked. But in the meantime, uh, I am very much ready. It was a business dinner. And uh, as always, with new partners, you try not to drink too, too much at dinner. So obviously, it was very well behaved. And as a reward for our late podcast, we'll be drinking some scotch. I think that's a, a smart way to go. Uh, if you guys are watching us live, thank you for joining. Don't forget you can catch our audio and video podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or YouTube, respectively. So, guys, let's, uh, let's just start right off the bat with the heat that I'm taking on Twitter. Obviously, have I prepped you guys a little bit on the, on the Twitter heat?
2: Yeah, I haven't seen the image. I read the, the text string.
0: So I'll, uh, the image.
2: I want to know how you fucked up though, because all, right, I all turn I've up heard your mind is the...
1: your version of this. Well, and if anything, uh, if I've learned anything about your stories, <laughs> when th- this is informed of high school of you and a certain friend of ours, when there was a conflict between the, between the two of you, I'd hear his story and then I'd hear your story, and it was like two separate incidents happened that didn't really converge in any way.
2: Only in the end result, they got there.
0: Yeah. Do do me a favor, because I actually I literally just ran in. I got to address something in the other room. I promise I'll be right back in 30 seconds. I actually got home and was informed. So they just installed carpeting today. So literally the entire house is is torn apart. Um, I was informed that we didn't have Wi-Fi, which only led to the additional slight delay. Um, Naturally,
1: carpeting interferes with it.
0: Well, when the carpeting goes down, everything that's on the floor comes off the floor and out of the room and usually gets disassembled. So if there's wires that are involved for electronic items, I don't know. But if you want to, if you want to recount a good high school story, uh, about some embellishment details, feel free. I'll be back in literally 30 seconds. Hang, uh, hang on the air for me here.
1: I mean, we've already told the story,
0: or keep it interesting. I I want to talk about aliens in just a minute, so I don't know if you heard. Yeah, because that that really is on topic. Well, hang tight, hang (laughs) tight. I'll I'll be right back. I promise you. you. Someone asked me what the podcast is going
2: to be about tonight, so we've got Twitter trolls, uh, beef, and aliens. Aliens are focused. Important
1: business decision, and apparently also high school stories and justin's inability to tell the complete truth <laughs> um i mean for me the this happened on like probably a weekly basis where i would go over to his house and it would be me justin and friend who shall not be named and justin and him would justin would kind of goad him into some kind of a fight or whatever not like a like true brawl but like and and the way that Justin's house was set up was that, like, you had the kitchen, you had a dividing wall, and you had two entrances. So what Justin would do is, like, he'd hit him with a pillow and then run one way. And then, like, he would chase him, and then Justin would just, like, come around the other side. And then it's, like, that figure eight thing where, like, you go left, I go right. And Justin was faster than him. And eventually... Um, other person would just get tired of chasing him around like going back and forth in the kitchen kind of like the Mexican sombrero
2: dance Yeah, Um, I wonder if the thing he had to go into the other room had to do with the two and a half pounds of beef and (laughs) ground beef
1: oh we already addressed drunk runs so
2: said some pretty bad ones (laughs)
1: like I enjoy the Thursday night casts more because it's an opportunity for us to gang up on him because you and I think yeah. so similarly that it's when it's just me and him, I'll have this idea and I'll be able to advocate it, but I have no backup.
0: Sorry guys, my bad. Uh, yeah, I was informed that I left the garage door and the door to the garage completely wide open in my haste when I entered uh, entered the house tonight. No. In a spree of flying there, back from the train station, there what I missed
1: that um, you had to, to part quickly because of all the beef that you ate today.
0: No, but after this podcast, I will be darting out of here. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no insane, insane amount of red meat <laughs> <into thin laughs> today. Uh, probably could have, probably could have had a salad for dinner, but it was salad and seafood, or it was a steak and seafood. So let me uh, let me cut to the point. I'll describe the tweet to you. Um, I'll see if I can. So
1: say it word for words that we can assess it.
0: Okay, let me let me show it. it Well, Well, I I deleted my tweet, um, but I'm still getting notifications. Uh, The most recent most recent tweet was I'm a voracious reader. Nearly all of Shakespeare by the time I was 14. Take your meds, dear. What? Somebody saying I'm a voracious reader. I read all of Shakespeare by the time I was fourteen. Take your meds talking to me.
1: They said you need to take your meds?
0: Yeah. Even oh, though my that's... tweet's gone. So but I think they're replying to a reply, one of my replies, so... 14 replies before. So here here's here's the headline. Boy found dead in Dallas street boy found dead in Dallas Street, kidnapped while he slept, mom says. And there's a picture of a boy. And it looks like a pretty clean cut guy. And then to the right of him is a younger boy with a shadow across his face. Who's not really looking at the camera. One boy looks to me like he's 14. The one on the left, the one on the right looks like he's five. So apparently most people saw this and said, oh, the black kid on the left kidnapped the white boy on on the right. When I read the headline, I assumed that the guy that was kidnapped was the kid on the left who's black. But what I, my comment was something along the lines of this headline could have been more descriptive. You had to use race as a context clue to fill in the blanks. And I thought the headline could have, could have been a better headline, something along those lines. Um, and then all these headlines say, well, the four-year-old didn't kidnap the teenager and like, yeah, but, but you have to use, you have to use race as a, as a context clue to, you know, race and age. But you don't
1: have to use race,
0: but but, well, I I thought you did. And to me, it didn't. You know, the kid on the left didn't look like that's
1: mistake one.
0: The kidnapping type. I shouldn't have said anything. I should have just let it go. Shouldn't get involved with this stuff. And obviously, Twitter is for people who enjoy wildly critiquing other people. After after that message, I spent some time looking at just the nature of the comments. Wasn't that your first tweet? My tweet was criticism. Yeah. My tweet was criticism, so all right. I should, so, I should, I should have stayed. I should have stayed uninvolved. It's my we're at bad. mistake one. I'm at
2: two, yes. you're on what? Twitter. That's all right. Two. I'm not a big engaging. Twitter user.
0: I'm not a big Twitter user. I just thought it was Let's see what I,
2: happens when you
1: use it. All right. So mistake two was engaging with the mob.
0: Yes, and I mean there have been hundreds of. Uh, I mean, right now I was an early message on there and there's seven, hundred seven hundred and fifty one 751 replies to that and
1: mistake three yeah after engaging with the mob deleting the tweet
0: well here's what happened here's what happened i was prepared to defend myself i was i you know i in my mind i was in the right i wasn't vastly right all right. I, I, I was in there. I was on the right side of the you know, I shouldn't have said anything. That was the wrong part. But what I said, I didn't feel was wrong. So it was defendable. The issue was it, it was a battle that I was willing to walk, walk away from taking the loss, even though in my mind I, I had to win. And there's sometimes things you just got to walk away from. But I wasn't going to let the argument perpetuate in my absence, which I deleted the tweet. But that's still so Deleting the tweet was mistake three
1: because that provided well, vindication you. to your critics.
0: Yes, you are correct. And uh, and point was, there was about a day and a half or so in the beginning of the week where it's like probably like Monday we talked about it on on Tuesday where my I don't usually see any notifications on Twitter but there was just dozens and dozens of them on a pretty regular basis.
1: So. Um Rosh is saying that we should put an image up somewhere so that way people can see what you were um referring to?
0: Well I and could I throw it right. I could throw it on the um on TikTok. I'll throw it on TikTok. Let me see if I can do a quick shared screen with you guys and I, I will I will get it on the shared screen. Hang tight. Let's see. How do you do shared screen, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm newer to this. Uh, here we go. All right. Shared screen. Hang, hang tight, guys. You're going to see the image. Can you guys see the image? Now, I just read the headline and instantly assumed the boy who was kidnapped was the one on the left. I didn't pay that much attention even to the guy on the right. And then I noticed the guy in the right, and it was like, "I felt bad. I sh- I shouldn't have said anything." And the fact that it was, there was some racial motivation behind it. It was something worth bowing out for.
1: I think I like the other issue is too. that you were engaging with the New York Post.
0: Well, that could be it too. Who reads <laughs> yeah. the New York Post? What's what's the readership look like or viewership? <laughs>
1: um, the New York Post is just a joke of a newspaper.
0: Clearly, kind of a rag. Um it's
1: yellow journalism in the 21st century. And if
0: you could see, I agree. We need better headlines to clarify if the five-year-old is kidnapping and murdering people.
2: Well, if yeah. five-year-old that, now, a kidnapping and murder, that's that's a that's a legitimate question. Yeah, but I didn't I actually I, agree with that comment.
0: I didn't think the 14-year-old to me looked like, <laughs> like a kidnapper either. I thought he I initially thought he was a victim, and that's why you know, obviously I engaged. I so you weren't have, trying
1: to be racist, but you got there anyways.
0: I was hoping that the headline wouldn't have used the convenience of race to fill in the the gaps. That's that was the point that I was making.
1: I'm more interested about this five year old kidnapping phenomenon. Are they really that much of a threat?
0: Apparently, it's it's very much not a thing. Very much so. Yeah. So a little disappointed. Yeah, you know, and I, then. Uh,
1: well, now's your little chance little to to clear the air and defend yourself, and then we can move on. Well, I don't. I don't. Bigger I, and dumber th-
0: my, my point was just that I thought they used the aspect of race to fill in the the blanks, and they could have just had a better headline, and I, your mind wouldn't have had to use race as, um, you know, as a uh, to fill in the blanks. I didn't like it. I, so but that's
1: what the New York Post does.
0: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. And that was my criticism of the New York Post, which, which aggravated a lot, a lot of people. And then I started getting, uh, ah, shit. I, I closed out of Twitter, but I started getting messages, people like attacking my company, and I was like, guys, this is wild. Like, you know, I don't, I don't usually get a lot of negative uh, feedback online. I don't know, people must keep that shit to themselves. Um, but I'm, I'm shouldn't have gotten involved. I thought it was the right thing to say. I don't think Ray should be involved. Uh and I regret having uh having said that. I'll just keep my my Twitter to just me tweeting various thoughts that I have. And that's, Got that's you in about trouble it. here. It did, it did get me in trouble <laughs> here. You know, not a great deal of trouble, but it, it, it involved me with a discussion and a battle that I didn't necessarily want to be part of. So Couple things I no, want to no, talk you're about. Just, guys.
2: You're just saying you're going to keep doing. You literally learn. No,
0: no, no, I won't be. I won't be engaging with other people's posts. I'll just be keeping my oh, my okay. one line thoughts as the tweet and just see where they land on the one one people.
1: I Record's better. not good. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, uh, but let's see. So we uh, I wanted to talk about aliens real quick because apparently uh, Obama was on the James Corbin show. You you guys are aware of this? No. And he, he was saying that he came into the White House and he's like, all right, guys, I am interested to know, like, what's the deal with the aliens? They said there's really nothing there. Um, but he did say that they have, uh, you know, different documentation of UFOs, which that's no surprise. UFO is by definition unidentified. It's just that when people hear UFO they kind of contradict the meaning and they they just say, Oh, so we know what it is. It must be an alien, but I unidentified flying object. Once you classify it as an alien spaceship, it is no longer an unidentified flying object. It's an identified flying object. But what do you, what do you guys, did you see the one big one that was a few years back? That was like the Navy pilots flying and you know, the one thing that was kind of de- defying gravity, it was flying against the wind. Have you guys seen this video? Yes. What are your thoughts? Should I play the video? Rosh, Rush, can you look up the video and then send me a link and I'll, I'll pull it up um, over here?
1: I, I've watched the video and th- there's too much uncertainty to be able to make any real judgment there. But, the, I've but, seen that's
0: sub- the, but that's the very definition. You Exactly where the angle that you have on this is there's too much uncertainty and for your mind to just say, it must be an intelligent race from or an intelligent species from another solar system is a wild jump to make
1: right because like i I watched there was one video that the Pentagon released of a triangle flying across the sky, and the explanation for it that I saw made a lot of sense, which is that if you 've got the help me out with the photography terms like the shutter the the pattern of the shutter the way that the 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 it closes forms something of a triangle and so basically everything that comes through the lens is going to come through as a triangle so you could just have basically any source of light um is going to end up being forced into kind of a triangle shape and so when you're tracking something if you've just got a source of light, it might look like a flying triangle across the sky, but it could be just any source of light and not necessarily UFO. But the one that you're referencing where like, it's some fighter jet flying really high and the cameras aimed down and it's tracking something below it. Again, if like the cameras are designed to be able to track any specks of light And so you could have a speck of light of just reflections off the waves or a bird or something. And like with parallax, it could look like it's moving really, really fast when it really isn't anything.
0: And what is parallax?
1: Parallax is um, like, if you're driving on the highway, the stuff that's really close to you moves by faster than the stuff that's far away from you. So like if you're driving down the highway, the stuff that's close is whizzing by, and then the stuff that's far away is taking a lot longer. It's why the moon looks stationary when the trees are whizzing by.
0: Yeah. Okay. That that's well defined. So Rosh just sent a link. Let me see if I can if this link works and if, if it opens up. In but a... I'm
1: not saying that there's nothing there, but I'm saying that just because we don't have an explanation, mean doesn't mean that the explanation is
0: aliens. Well, that's a very far fetched explanation. And I think we need to be looking into whatever you're talking about. I mean, to me, it looks like there's more likely a. It, it it doesn't seem to be moving like that much out of the frame. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to throw it on our screen here. Hang tight. Let me. Uh... And
1: also, like, if you're, if you're flying in a fighter jet and you've got cloud cover or whatever, again, with the parallax thing, cloud cover is going to be moving at some rate. And then you've got like birds or whatever underneath below if the camera is trying to train on one bird and then the cloud cover passes over it so your camera can't see it and then it picks up a different bird moving in the in a different direction it could look like this thing all of a sudden had this massive acceleration one way and then the other where in reality nothing interesting happened because these cameras have really sophisticated software to allow them to track things but they're programmed to track things like an incoming missile fired by an opposing fighter jet or something.
0: Oh, sorry. Here.
1: And after a few minutes, the 2019
2: footage obtained by filmmaker Jeremy Corbell.
0: This isn't the one we were talking about, but...
1: So, yeah, this is the one I was talking about with, like, this is this is an effect from the shutter. That, that green triangle you saw, that's a shutter effect. The video was
0: taken by Navy personnel... The images are being reviewed by a government task force set to brief Congress next month on what they call unidentified aerial phenomena. This week, in 60 minutes. This is the one I was talking about. Who unidentified
1: flying objects? Every
0: day. This one here. Every day for at least a couple of years.
1: And I'm not saying that there's nothing there, but says, Occam's the- razor. Occam's razor is that the. On, explanation because the... your
0: audio, your audio is cut. You're talking about Occam's razor.
1: Occam's razor dictates that the explanation that requires the fewest leaps of logic is most likely to be true.
0: But but for some people, they'd say, oh, then obviously it's aliens because that's that's very simple logic. Well, but no, what you're it's saying it's is not. that's <laughs> an incredible leap. It, but that, but you have to understand how people are are perceiving their own thought that it must be aliens. What right. what, what we're saying is that the leap to aliens involves an incredible bound to, you know, the, the likeliness that they exist, that they're coming here and that we happen to catch them on camera, but nobody else has really seen them. Right.
1: Exactly. Like, like <laughs> from here to aliens. Sure. But yeah, we're missing a whole bunch of leaps of logic in the middle. Thank yeah.
0: You. The simplest is it's a speck on the camera lens or something along those lines is. And this one is the one that the last one that was on there, the one that I said, that was the one I was talking about. That was an infrared camera. So, you know, it's possible it's picking up, you know, there's some other heat source somewhere.
1: Yeah, there's there's tons of potential explanations. And just because we don't know doesn't mean it's aliens.
2: I think the best argument against aliens having visited us is that we're still here. Because if aliens can come and visit us, look at us, they would be like, oh, this would be pretty easy. We got yeah, a lot of that nice water. I'll take some of that.
0: Yeah, but, you know, you, I've been... Again, James and I did a couple of episodes about aliens, or at least one pretty solid full episode about aliens um, after I cooked an octopus, which to me was the most alien thing I've ever really been hands-on with. Um, but I've been, I've been thinking a lot about aliens lately because of allergies that I've been having, which is my body's immune response to allergens in the air. And imagine... I, I, have we talked about War of the Worlds before?
1: Please don't be about the Tom Cruise movie.
0: No, I was talking about I was I was talking about the story in general. The Tom Cruise movie is is a version of War of the Worlds, but War of the Worlds is a book about aliens invading, and the story was read aloud on the radio many many uh, decades ago. Nineteen thirty-seven. Yeah, so in nineteen thirty-seven, they're reading the story uh, on the radio. Know. And the people listening to the radio are thinking they don't realize it's a story. They actually think it's news reporting.
1: Nineteen thirty-eight,
0: fuck. Nineteen thirty-eight. They actually think it's news reporting. Yeah,
2: I don't think that actually was the case. Though there was the case though in South America, like that was kind of like a press story in thirty-eight. Something maybe the sixties or seventies though in South America did they, they did that. And the people got really... They didn't really like the joke. They didn't, they didn't find it as funny as the radio station did. So they, they stormed it and killed
0: the, the two radio hosts.
1: Yep, got South America quickly. America
2: plays by different rules. <laughs> they really do.
0: So uh, does the, mo- the rest of the world, actually. We, well, we're there's just, the, we're, you know we're, The soccer we're,
2: game where a player assaulted the referee. The referee ended up stabbing the player... Then the referee got beheaded by the fans. Yeah, it's a good old
1: Brazil.
0: Yeah, and and you know if you say a, I think a, it's a curse word, no, it was
1: I one hundred percent Brazil.
0: Okay. If you say a curse word to a referee, they'll kick you out of the game here. So, um, you know, depends it depends on
1: what curse word and
0: in what context. Fair enough. Even if you mouth a curse word in, in some sports, you can be fined. So, it's bullshit. Um, but uh, but what I'm saying is that you know I get some allergies. And I'm just thinking, like, aliens coming from another place aren't going to be prepared to deal with what wiped the aliens out in War of the Worlds. Is they came here and their bodies hadn't had any immunity to the bacteria and the viruses on Earth, the simple viruses that we have here, and it just knocked them out, and they basically all died. So,
1: um makes me think of a version of the uh, the Fermi paradox, um, and I really like this one, which is so. There are two possibilities for the universe. The first is that we are the only intelligent life in the entire of the universe and we are here alone. The second is that there are multiple intelligent lives in the universe and they have yet to contact us yet. Both are equally terrifying.
0: I, I, uh, I definitely like that. And I completely agree with that. The fact that we would be the only life form you know, just by by the odds, is very scary. Um, and then the fact that there's multiple is just wild. Like what what that could mean for humanity, uh, and what it could mean for the for the universe. You know, it's just it's absolutely insane. I think if I was high, I'd probably, you know, probably be really really scared. I don't know.
1: No, well, keep drinking.
0: No, i won't get scared if i keep drinking i might fall asleep <laughs> i might order some steak um <laughs>
1: get things moving
0: <laughs> i could use a salad to get things moving really i i don't think the steak's gonna work for that uh, uh steak and eggs steak and eggs
2: yeah that'll
0: help all right maybe i'll have some green eggs and a bit of black I coffee maybe <laughs> maybe i'll have some green eggs and ham for breakfast um so I want to talk about aliens in that in that respect.
1: rosh says no comments yet. in Chat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you know we're, we got a got a late right. start here. I I'm down for the for the the late uh, the late live sessions because eleven think
1: o'clock it, is too late, man.
0: Well, not by David's standards. <laughs> um, That's it's great. It's a lot better for me. <laughs> yeah, but his <laughs> standards are lower. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> they're, they're they're also lefter <laughs> Um, so look, the other thing I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about aliens a little bit I wanted to fill a little more into the business stuff I, uh, But but we'll get there Because uh, that's wa- what
1: the viewers want to hear
0: I want to talk about recycling <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about recycling All right. I just Every day I get a uh, A coffee or two from Starbucks And give me a Give me a big plastic cup Try to get the biggest biggest coffee they got, you know, to minimize the runs to Starbucks, minimize the runs. Um, but they, and, and, and Starbucks has transitioned to the sippy cup lid. So you don't need a straw. There's no hole in the lid to even put a straw, except there's a little mouth hole. If you, you could squeeze a, a straw through there. Um, but they're working to eliminate straws. So supposedly in New York City, it's illegal to, you know, to dispense straws.
1: Well, if you Uh, had that Honeywell straw.
0: Exactly. So they want to have these reusable straws. But every time I get a Starbucks coffee, they give me a straw with it. And I just say, oh, no, no, thanks. I just take the cup. And then I'm pretty sure they don't put the straw back where the rest of the straws are. I'm pretty sure they just throw the straw away because it's like now it's it's been removed from its straw family. It's now an outcast. And if you were to put it back in there. Somebody else would question the integrity of the cleanliness of the remaining straws. So I'm pretty sure they just throw it away, which is makes me feel really bad because I'm turning the straw down one because I'm not going to use it, but two because I'm not going to use it because I I don't need it. It's not good for the environment, also.
1: And you're not allowed to bring in your own sippy cup.
0: So a couple weeks ago, That's I brought I brought my uh, I brought my metal coffee cup to Starbucks, and, and I said, "Is there any way you can?" <laughs> So anyway, you can fill this up. And she said, oh, that was something we used to do a long time ago. We, we can't do it anymore.
2: Back in the before four time,
0: But what I can do is I can still give you the old discount. I can give you the, the good, you know, good hearted, good, good Samaritan recycling discount, which is like 30 cents off or something. Um, and what I'll do is I'll fill up your coffee cup and then you can pour it in there.
2: But now we still created trash.
0: But now you still trash. <laughs> So actually
2: it's actually worse overall because you're going to have to use water, a resource to clean your (laughs) metal cup. So so, you're using more resources by, by, by doing it that way. You're cutting nothing out.
0: So, so Kami cakes, just ask what's, what's the topic tonight. We're talking about racism, (laughs) recycling (laughs) and aliens. (laughs) It's not, it's not funny stuff. Not, not,
1: not, Not the illegal aliens either. No, because that would no. actually have something to do with racism, that but could
0: fall under racism. Depending yeah, on it, no. Or...
1: Well, what's the topic tonight? It, it, it's, it's it's 1151 and it's, we're not done with the podcast yet. And it's, each one of us has been drinking for some amount of time.
0: So we're talking about racism, aliens and recycling. We're on the recycling topic. And what I'm thinking is that and I, I, I get it that like the the super liberals are trying to make straws and plastic bags illegal. And uh
2: how else are you can your babies plastic bags should be they are the worst just either make it paper or bring your own but Yo, plastic you can't bags even are really
1: plastic
2: e- bags but you you can bring them to stores that have plastic bag recycling specifically it's dubitable how Effective, they actually are, and whether or not it gets recycled or at least just like taken out and done something. I don't know, but they are just the worst.
1: But, like, if you try and recycle plastic bags, if you
2: like recycling centers hate
1: plastic bags, so they go up the fucking works. Yeah,
0: yes, but this is a they, this they is should a, be illegal. Listen, guys, this is a real major issue the amount <laughs> of single serve items that we cycle through and just throw away. Because it, they're terrible for the environment. It's not sustainable over the next 100 years. And we're not... Are you going to be
1: alive in the next 100 years?
0: For some of it. Maybe not in 100 years, but over the course of the next 100 years, it's not sustainable. And... So
1: that's we, a problem for the, the next generation to solve.
0: And there's so much pushback on it. But I just, you know, I get when I get... A, a, Grab lunch, they give me a salad and a plastic container. And and I'm not ultra liberal and I'm not also like granola eating hippie super recycler, composting type. Yeah, but you'd have
1: to have long hair for that.
0: I have to have hair for that. Um but I I just, you know, as somebody who's not in that camp, in that crazy wild recycler hippie granola-eating camp, Prius driving, or even Tesla interested, I uh I'm I'm totally against the idea that we're just we're going to have all this pushback against banning plastic bags and banning plastic straws.
1: Well, so let me ask this question: Where does the push against banning plastic bags come from, and why?
0: Well, first off, the bags, the reusable bags they give you, are also plastic and. I don't have the forethought to say like, I'm going to go shopping today. Let me save these plastic bags. Maybe you could could just leave them in your car and you could, but that you got to put them back in your car after you bring your groceries up. And I'm sure people do that. I'm not there yet. Maybe, maybe I'll get there. I was, by the way, I was looking today where I could get a shot where I could get the shot. a A vaccine and i was trying to find a place where you get just the one vaccine but then people are telling me how bad it was for to just do the one i said look i i don't i don't care i just want to i'm not going to go twice i'm barely going to go once it's not i'm not interested in getting the shot i just they were giving away lotto tickets and i figured like you know what i don't want to get the shot i don't even really want lotto tickets but like i'll take what i can get so so uh, but but i'm not going twice i'm not going twice
1: there's so much there. <laughs>
0: <It's a lot. laughs> so but but you get this you it's get this lots asin- back there. <laughs> you get this asinine pushback on their cycling because it's change and a lot of people don't like change. Whether the solution is for the greater good or not. A lot of people just and they'll justify why they don't like change, whether it's logical or not. There's there's enough anti logic out there that still people bow down to as as arguments, kinda of like my vaccine uh, anti argument. So so what is the pushback against banning plastic plates and plastic silverware and single use items?
1: You I know, was that, asking that in a non-rhetorical fashion. No, I but, genuinely don't have the answer. But
0: that's I'm I'm asking that too. If somebody's watching us on live, I see you guys on Instagram and TikTok, uh, Facebook. If you guys have any idea where the pushback comes from, for people who are like, no, I don't want to ban plastic bags. No, I think we need to have plastic straws. I want plastic silverware. When you order food in New York City, when I get a salad for lunch, it comes in a plastic bowl and they give you plastic silverware and they give you well, 19 napkins. Like
2: Packaging is big business because all those things cost money and every restaurant has to have them. So you definitely have the lobbying of the manufacturers, the trade groups. The okay, it's it's been, not,
0: it's not but let, big, let me ask so you this. Let me ask you this. Re- I, I real question. Real question What gets what, what, what's where, where where does the scale level out here? Number of ketchup packets and hot sauce packets that are thrown away versus number of hot sauce and ketchup packets that are used. I would say 40. Is that bad? I see, I see people getting grabbing mounds of hot sauce packets from Taco Bell. And you know how many people I see using this hot sauce. They may be using one per taco or one on two tacos. And they're getting all the different kinds. And, you know, I grabbed,
2: I, I, I grabbed three, three per ground beef burrito the other day. And I got to my table and I, I could have gone back inside, but I, I sat down and I had three each of the, the five packets and I, I wanted a fourth.
0: But I you know what? You can't, you can't, if you don't use them, you can't put them back because when you put it back in that container of other hot sauce packets, now everyone is questioning the integrity of the cleanliness of the entire hot.
2: packets. Uh, it's like dealing with birds though. Once they smell a human on them, they don't allow them back in.
0: Somebody told me that was a myth. This this. Week. It is. Yeah, well. They're 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 correct. Okay, well. Get correct.
2: Uh, you also have back to circling way back here to the kickback, pushback against plastic bag bands, is sometimes you just have concern who's that knee-jerk reaction this is proposed by environmentalists no we're not gonna let them do that well i and think that's it, i think
0: i actually think that's maybe. the leading source of it like somebody i don't like is proposing something fuck them whether it makes yeah, sense or a lot not, of it. if it's gonna drive cost by uh, you know a quarter of a percent that's unacceptable
2: yeah, they're gonna say it's gonna increase costs, it's gonna be more inconvenient, we don't want it, rabble, 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 And they just choose to ignore the fact that plastic bags are just forming so much sea garbage. They break down in the ocean and that's a big source of microplastics. So but but I also think you know what?
0: but I also think the science behind it is so convoluted. I think it's a lot like the health industry, where they're like don't eat eggs for breakfast because there's cholesterol. Have What's granola science because is convoluted that's, what are you because confused that's about on plastic. Hey, bags? hear me out. Hear me out. Don't eat don't eat eggs for breakfast because there's cholesterol on eggs and cholesterol leads to heart disease. What you should have is granola and drizzle a little bit of honey on it because granola is pure sugar crystallized oatmeal and then pouring additional sugar on it is much healthier than
2: but also the
1: carbs it. are bad for you uh, so minimize that
2: i don't think that when they're saying have granola that they're saying have sugar coated granola and then add more granola sugar to granola it.
0: is granola is oatmeal that is crystallized form of sugar okay uh, all right, right moving on
2: let, let, let let's let, let's how this. does this have anything to do with the science around plastic bags being convoluted point to you
0: Justin go well, No, why. hold on?
2: I, I think I'm actually, actually the- he said it's convoluted. I want to explain that first. Shut up, James. Justin, why is it convoluted? It's
0: it's because then you get into I just saw a comment on TikTok saying I was forced to buy a biodegradable bag because a grocery store wanted to sell me plastic bags or they want to stop using plastic bags. My guess is the bag that they were forced to buy probably wasn't biodegradable it was probably recycled and it's the same shit and they're gonna throw it away anyways and it's the same had to buy a two dollar bag and it's just additional garbage maybe it was recycled which is which is one step into it but point is is that if the stores just i've been going to stores lately this is like a thing in new jersey i guess they don't give you bags at all i gotta wheel my cart back i gotta wheel my cart back to my my pickup truck and then throw and throw the items single-handedly individually into the back of the truck with no bag and then just you know rattle around while i'm driving home and then i got to take 13 trips from the from the back of the pickup truck into the kitchen which is currently the basement next to the laundry room with a hot plate and the toaster <laughs> but that's another story but my point is they've just they've gotten rid of the the plastic bags all together, which I think is a much better solution. If you want stuff bagged, you just bring your bag and the store is going to deal with it. And these are, you know, that's like Costco and, and some other places that are ahead of the curve there. But. I, I just think we need some real big action from higher ups in government, and I think there needs to be real conversation about the fact that it's not sustainable you know, look at the airlines back in the day. They used to serve you with metal silverware. Actually, I was think I was talking about like the '60s and '70s airlines. But I remember growing up, probably pre-9/11, when they used to give you actual reusable plates and metal forks and knives on flights, which they don't do anymore because everybody knows you can take down a plane with a with a dull. Uh, butter knife
1: and a Coke,
0: yeah. and a Coke. Yeah,
2: you used to be able to smoke on airplanes. Those were the days.
1: Yeah, you also be able to you used to be able to grab the stewardess's
2: ass. So, fuck oh, you, right.
1: you know. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, like
2: one step forward, two steps back. For the record, this is not an endorsement <laughs> of the behavior.
0: Uh, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I, I, I definitely think there's going to be some bigger studies on microplastics and and that's going to be really detrimental to, to the environment well there's uh, two
1: things here, one I, I want to revisit so the two of you both address this point equally, which is that it's just a reactionary thing of someone who I don't like is suggesting this, therefore I'm opposed to it um, and I think you can look at in I don't know, twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, when a number of states started implementing like plastic straw bans and had paper straws instead. Oh, and then well, the paper, Trump paper. campaign. Go ahead. The Trump campaign started selling plastic straws on its website emblazoned with like the Trump Make America Great Again, whatever. And they were selling like 10 straws for 10 bucks or something, and people were buying them. And it wasn't anything more than just opposition for the sake thereof.
0: Yes, it, which was profitable, which is definitely a Trump move. Oh, uh, and
1: so the second thing, um, and the, this comic from Camcakes actually um really leads me into it is so Camcakes says my OBGYN so told me recently that she was part of a study where they tested a hundred pregnant women's breast milk and there are traces of plastic. In the breast milk, and like most of them, and there's a theory going on right now that like if you look at globally sperm counts in men, they're down across the globe.
0: Very nice reference on this. Go ahead.
1: Um, and one of the theories is that a, microplastics. A very
0: very prevalent theory, the leading theory, I think. Right
1: yeah, now. is that microplastics um, become bioactive, and. Have a negative effect on men's ability to produce viable sperm, and if it weren't for the fact that we are ingesting all this plastic, then sperm counts would be higher
0: david i think I think we talked about this before right when we when we we referenced the movie children of men right we did we did yeah so but that that's something that's definitely threatening uh, threatening uh, humanity uh,
1: I you mean, know, I'm all for population
2: reduction, but.
0: Sure. I think as we continue to live longer and once we induce our VR cells into the matrix, then we're going to them oh, real problem. We also
2: talked about human enhancement, which will prolong lives. That yeah. distribution of that. So there's a lot of, a lot of questions that go into what happens because yeah, we've gone from 3 billion
0: to 7 billion in
2: a hundred years.
0: Yeah. And how long, like it less. Take us, how long did it take us to go to 3 billion?
2: A lot longer.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but I also think, I think the plastics could have, I, I don't know. I think if it's reducing sperm count, whatever that's doing, whether it's a testosterone issue, it could also be affecting the pussification of, uh, of people, I feel like there there may be some contributing factor to just everybody being pussies now.
1: You know, that's a false association.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like it probably is, but I'd like to believe that there is a correlation.
2: As I said, you know, you I mean, can't explain the thing logical to jump to. It's aliens. Like, that's that's not how
0: this works. What's up, Kyle Lehman? Um, any questions for us, you guys who are live? We are talking about racism, aliens, and recycling tonight. <laughs> Well.
1: But look, we're not
2: limited to those topics. <laughs> do you think aliens would be racist? Do you Fuck, think they yeah. no, no, I do you think no. they would treat different races differently, like right, 9. Right, no.
0: Let's 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 back up to what race? It's been race so long since I've seen it. I don't know, if that is to Try to watch it tonight if I have any energy, probably Ridley I've Scott? Yeah, I don't know. Is it it's a book or it's a movie?
2: a movie about uh, the South, South Africa. There's this alien ship and they're like refugees.
1: Oh, speaking of apartheid, we should talk about Israel.
0: Uh, actually, oh, I really want to talk about that. <laughs> Let me just back up because there's a thought I want to complete. Let's talk about that one second. <laughs> what I was saying is that humans being a tribal being a tribal race, that racism, there is some inherent racism in that that we have to deal with as a society. <laughs> that's just there there is some inherent racism in humanity and it sucks but people are tribal and that's your lizard lizard brain and you know it's just looking at different people whether it's race or you know any anything like that different people belong to different groups different groups are threats as a tribal race um i'm not speaking for racism i'm speaking against it i'm just explaining causality there
2: why are we letting him talk about racism
0: not none of us should. we be didn't learn our lesson
2: we yeah. didn't learn a lesson to talk about race so no, let's, for so hours. let's
0: I, actually i have been reading our his... lesson
1: about talking about racism when we were at honeywell like two years ago oh
0: god all right let's let's skip that for a minute we could uh uh let's let's just i want to and and, and rosh has, has a really Really good point. So we we probably shouldn't have a prolonged discussion about it.
1: No, uh, that's why I introduced it was purely as a joke.
0: <laughs> okay, but but we had a conversation topic whether religion was overall good or whether religion was overall bad, and I feel like what we have happening right now is a version of bad when it comes to religion. And let let so uh, take any. <laughs> He's trying to
1: stop you, and you should listen to him.
0: Look, here's my thinking as a non-religious person. If and now I'm in Jersey, and i, I in, in my experience in New York over the last year was very <laughs> go day. back
1: to ketchup
0: packets. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Raj. Here's my point. Here's my point. If New Jersey was under warfare, I I I just moved to. Sacramento, California. I'd, nice I'd be like, I'd be like, ah, oh, you know, you, it, my, my, this is a bad place to be. Nah, I'm out. I already did that. And I, and I get it. There's some, you know, it's a sacred place, very religious place. Sacramento? No, no.
2: It's Sacramento. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's fucking religious.
0: <laughs> um,
1: Idiot. Unlike New Jersey.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. So, but my wait, point, wait my point says. is not being a religious person. I, it's, it's diff, You know, I, I'd just be like, it's yours. So, it's if people just marched up my house and they're like, fuck you, and I'm like, no, fuck you, and they're like, yeah, but we have guns. I'd be like, oh, okay, fuck me. I'd be out, and 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 I like I want to fight, but I'd be like, you know what? Shit happened to my neighbor's house, like, and it sucks, and I, you know, I'd be I'd be really mad about it, but and and it's a bad situation it's a bad situation all around half the world's involved with what's going on and it's it's really shitty um i wish i wish religion didn't play a role in it and then people would kind of have their heads out of the clouds and
1: way to take a stance yeah i'm well, just i'm just surprised i don't have that. a stance
0: on it. i don't i don't know enough information about it but i do know that it's a you know new york city went to shit over the last year and i left and for me, that was part of my identity. And for people, religion and location is part of their identity. I get that. My identity wasn't as strong as some people who are religious and, and their cultural beliefs are in, in the land. I get that. And, I, and, and, and if you want to fight for it, fight for it. Go, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not picking a side. I'm just saying fight for it. But I'm just saying that if I was in that position, I'd move to California. I'd, you know, I'd get on a plane or I'd go for a long walk and move to another town. And that's you know that's that's me, and obviously I haven't gotten a coronavirus shot. So like, there's have you not seen the
1: movie in, Munich?
0: Not much logic in my in my thinking. That's the uh, Olympics one, right?
1: Yeah, kind of, it starts there, but it doesn't stay
0: there. <laughs> Rosh, is saying we're well, talk about human enhancement. Rosh is <laughs> no. trying to sell us a penis. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it.
1: But it. have you seen the movie movie Munich?
0: No, maybe I don't think so. 70s movie?
1: No.
0: Recent movie. Recent movie. last three years. Uh,
1: The Spielberg movie, I feel like... Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: Somewhere between 2004 to
1: 2006. And it's about the Israeli assassin team that went to avenge the Munich terrorist attacks in 1972. And... I'm not going to talk about the entire movie. I'm going to talk about what I feel the message was, which was that at the end of the movie, there was a tremendous amount of death and destruction on both sides. Israelis were killed at the beginning of the movie, and then the people that organized the attack on the other side were killed by Israelis at the end of the movie, both throughout the movie. And for me, the message was, we had a whole bunch of people killed for no real reason. No progress was made. And both sides are further dug in now than where they were.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's the end of the movie. And, that, and that's what's happening right now, I feel like. Except I, I, I feel like I, that's not true because I feel like uh, certain people are being uprooted and, and they're losing their, their depth in terms of being dug in. Well,
1: it comes back to the point that I made jugging, but... a long time ago on one of our early podcasts about seeing other people as the other mm-hmm. versus seeing other people as people.
0: But intrinsically, you often you you see other people as other. That's it's something that I think we need to. Uh... It's something you need to have your active awareness on. Is that you can't see other people as other; you need to see other people as. Well,
1: so let me let me like put it this peers. way. My philosophy class, sophomore year, philosophy of morality, ethics. Day one of class. We talk about the the philosophy professor, um, Doctor Santilli. I don't know if you ever had him, Derv.
2: Yeah, he intro, uh or honors human thought. And I got a B minus or B plus. Uh, B plus
1: is an excellent grade from Santilli.
2: I remember what you told me. super tough grader, but fair. And yeah, fantastic professor. Really
0: good professor. What's what's day one? So
1: what he said was, I'm going to give you the definition of ethics right now. And he said, treat other people as though they're people and not as an other. And at the time, I rejected that. And the more time that has gone on, the more I think about that and the more right I think he was, is that if you see other people as people, you are more likely to treat them ethically, whether you are but that, but utilitarian that be... or Kantian or anything in between. If you look at other people as people and not as things.
0: But that can be. but And and, and here's here's where that gets tough. You get cut off in traffic. And you're like, that's, you know, that cocksucker in the Honda. Everybody who drives a Honda is a piece of shit. Like, why the fuck would you buy a Honda? Obviously, this guy's a dickhead. It, you know, rather than just understanding that the guy's existing in his own world, you don't know what's going on with him. You know, I mean, he, he could be a dick, you know, but he could also be a philosophy teacher in a hurry to teach philosophy class. So what what am I missing there, guys? Uh, rash with the golden rule there
1: well so the the, that's the kantian perspective the uh the categorical imperative which is you should behave in such a way that it is universalizable which is if i act in this situation everybody else should act in this situation and the world will be better for it which is really similar to the golden rule
0: but that's I was having a discussion in my office today about getting the vaccine. And I was saying that we had a conversation on the podcast and I said for more people to get the vaccine, they need to incentivize people to get the vaccine or introduce a strong disincentive for not. That's getting... the utilitarian perspective. Exactly. And, and what they said was, yeah, but like we need You know, we want everybody to be helping everybody else. So I'm like, bro, this isn't fucking Sweden. Like, that's not how this shit works. This is New York City. And it's it's I'll be it's, back
1: in 30 seconds.
0: Go, go take a pee. Uh, it's 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 it, it, close the garage door while you're at it, too, please. Um, wait until you see these carpets. Very nice carpets, David. But no Internet when I got home. What about uh, the fits? But what I was saying is that. You can't just expect you're not going to flip a switch and everybody cares about everybody else. And they're going to take these vast actions to, you know, be for the betterment of society. Everybody's looking out for themselves. And it's it's going to be a you're going to have, you know, seven or eight years where you could e- there's an even uh, measurable swing in that kind of social morale where you're looking out for your peers. And, and that's and having a president like Trump is definitely not going to help with that. Like, you know, you know you can be a trump fan as much as you want but you can definitely say that he definitely pitted people against other people and that's you know he had his followers and everybody else
2: oh he's been, he, he is really really adept at finding the pressure points and driving a wedge in between them he's, and, but
0: yeah and, and he, leveraging
2: that he's very good at that don't
0: Yeah but I, what happens with a wedge it lifts up one side of things right and pushes down the other side of things so or
2: or or, or splits things apart it can be a yeah, but that, yeah it, it exactly. can be a hor- horizontal wedge Hmm. going and pushing things
0: sideways yeah but 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 we got into this discussion today about you know that's that's not how you're going to make things work and and it's it's very difficult to navigate but i think you need to be having more people need to be having more conversations like this more people need to be you know talking about the greater good kind of thing and less people need to be arguing in, in the sense of not, you know, not being open to changing your mind and not being open to discussion. James, how was the pee?
1: I'm um, feeling better. So, no, yeah. I, mean, like,
0: I meant I meant like was it dark yellows it was, it was nice and light. You took some vitamins today or you're hydrated or you're dehydrated. I wasn't paying attention to it. It's a black toilet, so. Ah uh, shit, man, with that marble toilet. You got to get a light in there. You know, they make toilet lights. I think that's disgusting.
1: That that, that seems gratuitous.
0: <laughs> like if you go to Amazon, you can buy lights that like illuminate in and around the rim under the toilet seat, something like that. And who buys that? I know people that have bought it in my office. They're like, oh, this is cool. You got to get one. <laughs> I'm like, why would I want to illuminate a pile of shit? Like literally a pile of shit. <laughs> Like I ate, I ate four pounds of beef yesterday. I had a salad and, and some black coffee for breakfast, and, well, and it was dark, so I needed I needed some I needed a purple neon light to be shining on my. Shirt. No,
2: no, Justin, what kind of what kind of lighting set do you have right now? Because
0: I don't have a lighting
2: set, man. Because basically, I don't know. You, you, you got the microphone. I don't know how much you you investigated this, but I imagine that at one point you looked into like you know getting camera. And they have these ring lights, right? They're good for your face. He's got a ring light.
0: Oh yeah, I got the ring light, man. That's, oh. that's the only light I have over here. Yeah, So you can't see the little rings with... on my on my eyeballs.
2: I asked, "Do you have a Do you have a light?" You said, "No." Of course, you have a ring light. That's I thought all we were talking. That's about, all they're doing. I thought we were talking. The
0: topic that you said you have a light. <laughs> the topic we were talking in that immediate second was about the toilet.
2: I was asking for your setup i asked you specifically about the microphone anyways all right first first off david i don't don't let
0: everybody know i don't let everybody know my podcast setup is on the toilet motion activated (laughs) toilet (laughs) (laughs) light that's i told you that's like the time i I, I i was in the hotel in japan and when you when you walk into the bathroom um when you cross the threshold of the doorway the light turns on and the bathroom speaks to you, and that it could have been voice responsive, where it's like, "Are you taking a canichuwa? Are you taking a piss? Or are you taking a shit? Will you need the seat raised? Or you need need the seat lower?" You speak so, back to sorry,
2: it. you know too much. <laughs> do Do you know how you guys used to do paintball, and you had to have the gun fired through those two little things to see how fast it was firing to be in compliance with the course? Like, yeah. Uh, feet per second rule. Yep. I want one of those for the toilet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh wait, Rosh. Rosh. Rosh is Rash loves gadgets, and Rosh has has some nice, some cool lights in in his house. Uh,
1: how is that? How is that the thing that gets you fired up?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, Rash may, Rash may have the toilet light. Rosh may. So, Rosh sent us a link in the chat. Rosh, do you have the toilet light? He does. He has a toilet light. <laughs> For the record Rash, i wasn't talking about you i was talking, i was talking about mark i mean uh, fucking cameramen
1: <laughs> and their lighting considerations
0: rosh got a cool Rash's got a really like the vibe in rosh's apartment very very cool it's like a nice nice uh hangout kind of den it's got it's got a real you know personality when you come into the apartment so he it goes the
1: toilet light that really just ties the whole place together
0: <laughs> it must be the toilet light what colors do you use for that because like I mean, good question. What colors do you use in the toilet? Obviously, I think Honestly, you want radioactive
2: green. Well, I think it'd be hilarious to be radioactive green to just like get a couple pounds of dry ice and leave it cooler in the bathroom, but that way you can just like toss.
0: So, James, remember the party we threw where we got a keg and we put it in the bathtub, and we got dry ice, and we were going to twenty put pounds. We got twenty pounds. I remember playing um, with
2: that on the kitchen table. Of yeah,
0: dry ice and we didn't need the
1: dry a... ice because it was below <laughs> freezing in the fucking house.
0: We threw a party on like the the night of November first at a, a lake house, and it was it was below freezing, and the house had no heat, nor had the house electricity because we, we it had electricity, but but we blew the fuses. No, so that we, was the
1: second party. We didn't uh, blow the fuse the first party.
0: No, we didn't blow the fuse. The we didn't
1: party. have enough people. <laughs>
0: We should, we should on air, we should, we should recount the stories of, uh, so for those of you who, I still
1: remember how I have, how, how my quick thinking avoided a trip to jail for you that night, that night, the first party,
0: uh, when we, when we were driving around with a keg on the way to the party.
1: Yeah. And we wanted to take a left to get to the house and there was a sobriety check.
0: We were 16. (laughs)
1: We were not drunk, but we, well, we had, had
0: a keg in the back. We,
1: <laughs> well, we had a keg in the trunk. And there's so, all these flashing lights. I say, Justin, take your right. And he's like, no, the house is that way. I said, take a fucking right.
0: So for those of you who don't know, Dude, that's a tree. This story, I, uh, I come from a relatively large Italian family and I don't I'm not that involved with the Italian family after a series of parties I had at our family lake house uh, in the, in the mid mid fall, kind of early winter, November 1st ish. Halloween parties. uh, Yeah. They were kind of Halloween parties and they were the first party, not so great, but got good feedback from the guests. The second party, much better. Second party, much better. Yeah. But when you're 16, you throw a party and 10 people show up and, it's on a it's on a private road where the police don't interfere. And first of all, when you're 16, it, you know what I used to do at 16 to go to drink? We would drive out to the middle of nowhere cornfields and we would park somewhere off the side of the road where you know, a passerby wouldn't see the car, which which often and then and then we would hike to where we were drinking. But oftentimes you would park off the side of the road meaning you were down some dirt gravel road or off onto a field, which sometimes meant when you came back to the car, you were stuck in the mud at two thirty in the morning.
1: Similar so, approach on River Road.
0: Yeah. And so so, you know, finding a place to drink usually meant finding a field to drink in when you're 16 years old. So the fact that I was 16 years old and I had a lake house on a nice lake off a private drive was, was some cool shit. So, you know, whether there's 10, 12 people there the first year, the second year.
1: It's like 80.
0: <laughs> the second year, you know. I'm not exaggerating either. No, there was a lot of people. It was very drunk, bunch of 17 year year olds, 16, 17, 18 year olds. And, uh, and it you're was. Ne-
1: cool you're party. neglecting the fact of where you were the morning that the party wrapped up.
0: That's why we should tell this story on air another time. <laughs> um, But but they are good. They are good stories. They're worthwhile. Um, My
1: favorite part of the uh, the first party was when we went to Dunkin Donuts and then (laughs) McDonald's immediately afterwards.
0: Yes, one of one of the hosts of the party in name only, as in did a lot of the inviting, but showed up three and a half hours late. So we were like, whoa, what? also Sorry.
1: contributed no money to the funding of the
0: party. Yeah, well, he was late. So showed up <laughs> super late. So party happened. He showed up two thirds of the way through the party. Following morning, he's like, I'll help you clean up. And we're like, Yeah, but you're gonna buy us breakfast because like you didn't give us any money to he's like, Yeah, well, I'll have the money on me. We're like, well, we already paid for the shit, so you can just buy us breakfast. <laughs> So we go to Dunkin' Donuts. We have a breakfast at Dunkin' Donuts. Now it's like... Oh, hon,
1: the one thing that's really important about like the, the trip to Dunkin' Donuts is we had been sleeping in a house with no heat in early November in New York. So we had been in, chilled uh... to the bone since 11 o'clock that night before. It's now 11 o'clock in the morning the next day, and we're still frozen. Yeah, so I, we get to...
0: Ice cold. We so, yeah, walk so we into
1: got... Dunkin' Donuts. We walk into a place that has heat and running water that has warm water.
0: Well, they even but yeah, but even even the, the regular temperature, cold water was warmer than her hands. I remember putting my hands under the faucet and like getting sensation, like that burning feeling when your hands oh, are like starting to yeah. like frostbite and then that hurts. Yeah. And then you just have regular it temperature hurt, water. Um, either way, he treated us to breakfast, obviously, because he 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 fell short when it came to delivering in the in the party. And then we finished breakfast. We finished breakfast and we're like all right guys what's next and dunkin donuts happened to be next door to mcdonald's so we got in the car and we're like well you know, we had a late breakfast so it's pretty much lunchtime right now <laughs> I and, you lunch. and, and you know i don't think i don't think the 19 you you spent on breakfast really contributes to your fair share of of the dues here so i think it would be appropriate if, if you if you treated us also to lunch so we drove from and also we were like we were like really happy with uh with the with the uh temperature inside of these places so we were really happy to go from an indoor place with temperature control to another indoor place for temperature control. When you're when you're an adult and you're over 21, you can go from, you know to a, a restaurant for breakfast. And and when you have real money or like you, you know, you're not cut off at like $22. You're like, fuck, we get nothing else. You can go to like a bar or something for breakfast. That's nice. But but we were 16 years old. So um,
1: I spent $160 on that, and that was like my life savings. Let me, I,
0: I will tell you something. Spending $160 at 16 year, years old. Probably at age, I don't know how 35 or 36, 35, it would probably be like spending 15 grand,
2: mm-hmm.
0: like legitimately, uh, a, a very comparable amount. So, so, yeah,
1: so like we get out of Dunkin' Donuts and we're like, eh,
0: yeah, you know, it's it's pretty much lunchtime, and uh,
1: you, you still haven't really contributed all that much, so you're buying us lunch too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I want to read some quick Facebook comments, and then uh, I'm going to bring us off the air real quick. But Joe DiGiulio, part of my DiGiulio Worldwide group. Thank you for watching, Joe, Uh, and thank you for contributing. Joe was here last episode, also uh, commenting on the lives. Joe said, if you want less problems with people, have less people. There will always be some form of friction between societies because there are such diversities of the needs of society. Different levels of quality of life all over the planet. So those are good points. Um, But he also said we need to be good shepherds for the planet. And that's also a very good point. It's just how do you convey that to the people and make it appealing? That's the tough part. Trump. That's a
1: completely separate episode.
0: Yeah, it is. And and that's that could be a full episode. Uh, Uh, I agree. In the meantime, we we need to talk about Jeep trips we need to talk about camp parties, and uh, we, you know, we'll get around to being good shepherds to the planet at some point.
1: Yeah, I would say this is a pretty solid episode. I, I really no, stayed I, on topic,
2: <laughs> laser focused.
0: No, I think we, uh, we
2: accomplished what we set out to achieve.
0: Yeah, no, I think uh, I got to show you guys what I got right before we get off the air because I. Think, oh, good, we're gonna do an
2: unboxing too. So yeah,
0: unboxing. <laughs> yeah, I. Thematically, we
2: thematically we we're, yeah. we're, we're staying faithful
0: no i think i think you're gonna like this this is this is very cool cool yeah i love i love
2: it when guys on the internet tell me they have a surprise for me in a box all right got some let's see oh uh, yeah
0: yeah um so so i had these glasses when i was a, a senior i bought them so when i was a senior in high school and graduating people gave me money to buy textbooks for college I spent that money on a uh, 1 to 18 ratio of toy cars, sunglasses, and radar detectors. This is one of the pairs of sunglasses that I that I bought that have since disappeared, but I thought they were cool and I wanted to have them again. Oh, these look like they could be brand new.
1: What is it? Those look very similar to the kind of glasses that I would expect to see a seventy-seven year old retiree driving in Florida.
0: <laughs> I don't ever plan to wear them. I just wanted to buy them. Just wanted to buy them. Like, to have them. I think that's, I need to take, need to take financial
1: advice For doing about thirty-seven <laughs> miles an hour in the left lane of an
2: interstate.
0: Look, I will be wearing these in the motorcycle doing as fast as I possibly can before the wind peels me off of the back of that bike. All right. Wearing and then bikes. we peel you off the back of the asphalt. Well, yeah. You won't be doing that. Some paramedic will, unfortunately. But hopefully they take pictures and you guys can see them. Um, on that note, though, thank you guys for joining this episode. This is episode 104 of SIP Talk. If you guys are watching to us watching us live, check us out on YouTube. And uh subscribe on YouTube because we really we're working on building that subscriber count on YouTube and it is important f- for us to continue this podcast. We want to be able to bring on some guests, we want to be able to expand the podcast, we want to be able to turn this into something cool, but we need that listener and viewer support. So and I mean yeah, the that
1: regular schedule is really doing a great job.
0: It, well, I think I think you know, the uh we got a decent number of viewers, so I think the late night could be cool, maybe a little yeah, late, late for us. With those. <laughs> but uh
2: <laughs> candy cakes thank you uh, also possibly a seersucker jacket the the straight wool's not doing it for me it uh, needs I... to be a light seersucker with and like neon plaid shorts
0: yeah no if i could, if i did a little seersucker jacket and uh and some i would look at being bald i would look like i'm 78 years old
2: all right actually all right. also it's... robocop well, sh- shoes, sh- shoes, Uh, they have to be loafers. And you can either go with no socks or socks up to your knees. But anything in between is Argyle right socks, out. Argyle socks. Yes. But also going no socks is also another really, really berries. Yeah. I mean, that's also like the I own a car dealership.
0: I own sure. I, I owned. I'm 35 years old. I owned one pair of penny loafers and that was that was when I was probably seven or eight years old and they were bought for church. And when I found out they were penny loafers and that, you, you know, some people put the penny in that little space. I put a penny in a little space and then I took it out because I needed to spend it on something. So back when a
1: penny could get you something, back
0: when a penny could get you something. I don't know when you're seven or eight years old, a penny is worth something. When you're 16 years old, 160 bucks is worth the equivalent to when you're yo. that was
1: devastating financially for me. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, I I was right there with you. All right. Uh, Hopefully I can remember in post-production to save the clip of James saying that was devastating.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll get it in editing.
0: Um, Just so you know, on the, on the, on the video podcast, the last audio clip is James saying, Oh, I, I love PBR. I was just priced out of it. <laughs> so, uh, That's the Bush ice on that note. though, no, guys, uh, thank you for joining us in the late episode. Uh, thank you guys on the live for joining us on live and, uh, to all your cool cats and kittens. We'll see you next time.
2: Stay safe.
0: Stay safe. Oh God. <laughs> All right, guys. Adios. See you. All right, my friend. So there's only so much in your control. You can stop using fishing nets, uh, large-scale fishing nets in the ocean, which I imagine you probably don't already do. Or you can try to curb your use of uh, plastics because that is in your control. And uh, it's not that hard to do. So when you see legislation coming up for somebody who is trying to limit uh, single-use plastics— vote for it and then uh then you got to play by those rules it's the best you can do um that's it that's all i had to say see you guys next time and thank you as always for joining
1: i like pbr i just got priced out of it